Hello, Heath. I am so excited to be here with you for the very first City Manager podcast. I am Aretha Adams, the City Manager of Heath, here with Suzanne Brooke, our Communications Director in all things City of Heath Guru. So (laughs) we are so happy to be here with you. This is our very first podcast. Uh, We're doing this for a variety of reasons. One, it's another way to communicate with you, get information out to the public in a way where you don't have to necessarily come to us to get it, but we're pushing it out to you. You know, local government is a passion of mine in not only that, but it's just, it, it has the closest proximity to your life, to your day-to-day life, and we want to make sure that you stay in the know. We're very excited to be here, and just like Aretha said, there's no form of government that touches your life closer than city government. It's your water, it's your streets, it's, it's your parks, and so we really want to make the effort to come to you. Give us a listen and stick with us. Oh, yeah. All right, so because this is our first podcast, we wanna just kind of walk you through how it's gonna go. We're gonna release these probably every two weeks and we'll follow a similar format each time so you can know what to expect. So we'll always kind of open up with a welcome and welcoming you back, talking about any cool things that are going on around City Hall. And then we'll jump into hot topics happening in our hometown Heath. And that could be water, traffic, roads, and different projects that we're undertaking as a community. And then every podcast, I will have an employee from the city of Heath on so that you can really get to meet our team. We want you to meet the folks who are behind the scenes, doing the work, making sure that all the services you need are being fulfilled and and your needs are being met. And then we'll go into a business update where we highlight our business community. So we'll be talking about one business in our community, every podcast as well. And then we end it with some just for fun type news. So we might give you historical facts about the community, or we might tell you about something super cool that's coming up that you really should come to and be in attendance for. And most of all, most importantly, we want to hear from you. So write in to us. You can write us at sbrooke at heathtx.com. That is S-B-R-O-O-K-E at heathtx.com tx.com. We want to say your name, shout you out, read your questions, and give you thorough answers every chance we get. So please engage. We're so excited uh, to hear from you. So in this week's Hot Topics, we are going to be talking about water. Water is a pretty big deal every year for us, but especially as things start to warm up. So, hey, the warmth is here, spring is here, so it's time to start talking about water. Now, on March 28th, there was a presentation at City Hall where our public works director gave a very comprehensive overview of our water. Everything from infrastructure to consumption to water education, all the way to what our future needs will be. I think if you were not present for that, it would be very beneficial for you to go onto the city's website and take a listen. You can listen to the audio. You can even see the presentation that he provided, but it gives you great education. And we think it's going to be very beneficial as we, again, head into these warmer months. Last summer, we actually went to stage three water restrictions. That was a wild time, wasn't it, Susan? We went from one to two to three in three days. Uh, yeah. yeah. We were very shocked. Water consumption, of course, had been increasing over like the 
a month at least, we went into those water restrictions in July. And so we are used to seeing the water consumption numbers going up starting about April, May. Um, and they started, you know, upticking, but it wasn't anything out of the ordinary. And then July hit and consumption just went through the roof. And we found ourselves in a position where we were really trying to make sure that our tank levels didn't go down to zero like our neighbors, uh, one of our neighbors did. And so we went under some very drastic measures. You want to talk about kind of just from your perspective right, as right. the emergency communications yeah, person. Yeah, you know, have happy Monday. You're just doing your job and like, hey, we got to get the word out that we got to go to stage one. Okay rolled it out. Oh, yeah. Tuesday, we're going to stage two. And then Wednesday, stage three is like, what on earth? Right. And we're behind the scenes and know why. We couldn't even begin to fathom how it looked to our citizens. Yeah. And a big comment that kept coming up was, but Lake Ray Hubbard is full. And that's part of this education process. We don't get our water from Lake Ray Hubbard. Right. Fun fact for yeah. those who don't know, yeah. the, you know, Lake Ray Hubbard is for the city of Dallas only. And if you live on the lake in the city of Heath, you can kind of do a lease and get some water to irrigate out of Lake Ray Hubbard. But just because Lake Ray Hubbard is full, that has no impact on the city of Heath, unfortunately. Exactly. So we did everything possible. We use every resource that is within our reach, our social media, and we focus on Twitter and Facebook website, the print newsletter, which ironically had just hit mailboxes right. the day we hit the stage one, stage two, stage three. So people were like, why didn't you tell us in the newsletter? Yeah. Well, it was, that horse had left the barn oh, already. Yeah. <laughs> and there's so, a lot that goes into that. So yeah. if we don't get in that newsletter, then it looks like we're a month behind. Yeah. But I'm just going to give kudos to Suzanne because she's our communications director. And, and she just got on it posting this stuff to, to social media. So I just want to encourage you all, if you don't follow us on social media, go follow us right now yeah. because a lot of important information goes there. It goes to Facebook, to Twitter, to our website, all those locations that Suzanne had mentioned. But that's the quickest way to stay in the know. We can do push notifications out to people who are registered through our utility billing department, but those takes a lot of manual time to get that information in there. So sometimes the quickest way really, and Suzanne, right. you jump in right. and tell me if that's right, is to push it out on social media right. and hope that you're sharing with your neighbors. And we understand that you love it or hate it. Mm -hmm. We get it. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just an affordable, actually no cost avenue for us to reach you. But we like to say that our website is the home base for communication. If you don't want to go onto social media, at least memorize HeathTX.com. Yes. Because everything will go there as a credible, controlled source of information and then link out to other sources. Um, so if you take pride in avoiding social media, which isn't actually a bad thing at uh, times, <laughs> but go to our website and you should find everything you need. Yeah, that's great advice. So as we continue to roll out, just be mindful that you are watching the website. This year, we expect to fully be in front of the eight ball when it comes to water. So we don't run up against an issue where we are going stage one, stage two, stage three in three days. We will be pumping out education to the public more consistently and earlier this mm -hmm. year. We will be monitoring those water levels as we always do, but we will pay more attention to some of the trends 
trend lines that we probably thought were normal in the past and understand that things can change very rapidly and we will be ready to communicate that with you uh, very quickly. The bottom line, water is a precious resource and it's a limited resource and we are really seeing that more and more. It's impacted by growth, it's impacted by demand, it's impacted by infrastructure. Absolutely. There are so many things that affect it and that's probably why we're just hitting that topic hard and hot this month. But it, and it affects your bill and your, oh, yeah. the beauty of your property. So just with some planning and staying in tune and in touch with us, you know, I think we could all have an easier summer. That's right. And you brought up a good point when you talked about how it affects your bill. We want to make sure that you all understand how to read your bills, understand what your water consumption, what those numbers mean. And yes, you will see your bill rise as the months get hotter. It's inevitable. And we often get phone calls where folks are saying, my bill is so much higher than it was. And I know I didn't use this much water, but I actually, you know, in our next segment, you'll meet our utility supervisor who, who, who talks about, you know, when you're running your irrigation or you're running different things, before you know it, you've used a lot more water than you think you've really used. And so we want to make sure that you're paying attention to how you're using water, when you're consuming water. And if you have questions about your bill, reach out to us. We would love to walk you through it and talk to you about it and answer any questions that you have. So you definitely want to stay and meet Larry because he literally has his thumb on the pulse of your water delivery. So he's coming up next. All right, so I am super excited to have here on our first episode, our utility supervisor, Larry Dunham. Welcome. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing well. So first of all, thank you for agreeing to be the first. You are going to set the standard for everybody else. Great. This has to be fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have very many questions, but on today's episode, our hot topic is all about water. So I wanted to bring you in so you could talk to the citizens a little bit about water. Why don't you first tell us how long you've been with the city and exactly what it is that you do? I've been with the city of Heath for 16 years or working on my 16th year. I've been doing this for 23 years, so. So seen a little bit and done a little bit. Wow. In your role as utility supervisor, I know you deal a lot with our water. Going into the warmer months, what's kind of the biggest issue that you have to deal with every year regarding water? Well, with my position, we deal with, you know, the demand of the system. So as the warmer months come and all, you know, the demand will go up. And uh, I have to change levels of the way our pumps operate for our tire levels and all to keep the same adequate water pressures and stuff. What I look at is, is I look at the length of time that the pumps run to actual level demands. So if the level starts going down, I know I need to make adjustments on the levels and all. So keep us with adequate pressures. Okay, that's that sounds like a very important job. So during the summer, how much water per day are we kind of taking in as a city? Well, we hit record months last year and all. On average, you know, we're looking at around, you know, five, five and a half mil per day. And uh, that's within a 24-hour period. Uh, The highest part of the demand is usually in the morning times, everybody irrigating to people getting up and going to work. Wow. So the morning time, people really need to be conscious about how much water they're consuming, huh? It would be great to educate people to understand how the water system works and to kind of feather out that demand of the system when we're working on a daily consumption amount that we have to take or pay with the city of Rockwall. So with that demand hitting, you know, mainly in the morning time, depending on how hard the demand is, is what we're going to have with our contract at the end of the day. So just being self-conscious of what we hear, 
irrigate and the waste of top water. That's really good advice to give to our citizens just so they can take control of how they're using water and become a little more water-wise. So in that same vein, in the, in the vein of educating them on how and when to consume water, what days do we typically as a city use the most water so that folks can kind of know to be more careful on those days so we can spread it out a little bit? It's, it's kind of strange. Uh, the way the city of Heath has been is, is our highest daily demand is usually on a Monday. Oh, that's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's 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 pretty strange to me too, being that you know you would think kind of feather out, but a Monday is really our highest demand. Wow, even over the weekend, that's well, even over the weekend yeah. when everyone's home, not at work. That's really shocking. Okay, so for everyone who's listening, we're going to encourage them to be mindful in the mornings and be mindful on Mondays. <laughs> mindful in the mornings and on Mondays for sure. All right, Larry. So let's get really specific. Talk to us about irrigation, lawn irrigation, and exactly how how much water is enough, how much is too much. Talk us through that a little bit. Well, typically you want to keep your lawn, you know, irrigated with a dampness and you don't want to oversaturate. You don't want your lawn to have shallow roots. And uh, so you want them to be kind of drought contingent. And, uh, you know, a normal irrigation system at a residential house, you know, have multiple zones depending on your lot size. Just one irrigation head that will cover your lawn, you know, on a large scale, those irrigation heads could produce anywhere from four to five gallons a minute. So if your irrigation head you know produce four gallons a minute and you were watering 20 minutes per zone of your resident one irrigation head can produce 80 gallons within that 20 minute period wow okay. so so just a visual if you, if you look out in your lawn and you send seeing 80 milk jugs out there in front of your lawn that seems like a lot so oh, yeah. limiting your time periods and spreading your time out on your irrigation and get, keeping your lawn adequate with just that inch inch and a half of water per week you will be drought contingent on keeping your lawn green and doing your fertilizing and stuff, you know, when you need to. That's a really great visual to just picture 80 gallons of water sitting on your yard, just the amount of water consumption and how that translates to a high water bill. I think that's a picture that could be very helpful for everyone who's listening. You don't want to be the one citizen out there who has 80 gallons of water sitting on your lawn <laughs> multiple times a week. Um, so thank you for that. I mean, that's a very clear picture, and I think that'll help a lot of folks. Thank you for that. Yes. Okay, Larry, so as we're entering plant season, we know people are going to be running out to the plant stores and Home Depot picking up what they need to plant in their beautiful yards this season. How do we help folks make sure they're choosing the right things to plant so they can stay water-wise throughout the year? You would want to look at some drought-resistant type plants. Getting them established now while you got the spring weather coming and the rainfall, and then throughout the summer months, they don't require as much watering. They'll be good and established through the springtime to make it into the summer and the longevity of those plants being drought resistant you know you, you got more bang for your buck uh, in my opinion you don't have to spend the money on the irrigating okay and when you talked about that one to one and a half inches a week those drought resistant plants they will survive and thrive with that one to one and a half inches of irrigation that you talked about yes or even Great. less being drought resistant okay that's fantastic and thank you again for being the first person, the first employee to come and grace the microphone. I really appreciate you being here, Larry. Good deal. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. 
So on this week's business update, we have exciting news. There is a new restaurant, The Anchor. It is a seafood restaurant right in front of the Tom Thumb development. They had their ribbon cutting on March 7th. Suzanne was privileged enough to go. Our mayor, our council were there. Yeah. Members of the ADC board. We have all since had an opportunity to go eat there. It's really yummy food. Very casual. Walk up, order, seat yourself, and then head out. But it's really cool. They have some outdoor dining options as well. So it's getting warmer outside. Get your sundress on. Get your shorts on. Go sit on the patio and we were there Friday seafood. night, and it, it's fun. It kind of feels you've got that neighborhood vibe there. Yeah. You see people you know, you visit, and they say they're going to bring in live entertainment. You oh, know, that's going to be awesome. loud and crazy, sure. but just something to fill up the patio. So it's going to be a neat new place to hang out. Oh, yeah. And, oh, you know what I think we should mention? That patio is going to have a beautiful view coming soon. Um, That strip of land right in front of the restaurant actually is owned by the city. We are creating a pocket park, so it will have beautiful landscaping, open space, where you can wait to be seated if you need to, run around, let the kids get some of the wiggles out. So that'll be a really cool, interesting project for you guys to keep your eyes on as well. The park board is actually looking at concept plans for that and have honed in on a really cool layout that will keep progressing. Oh yeah, we're excited about that one. But hey, welcome to the Anchor. We hope that you fit right into the community. We're excited to keep going over there and enjoying that yummy food. All right, so hey, we got to the Just for Fun segment. That's exciting, right? That's yes, fun? Yes, <laughs> All right, so today we want to talk about what's coming up on April 8th. It is our annual Heart of Heath 5K. And I just want to say, in addition to being our communications guru, she is also our events planning guru. So shout out to Suzanne and the events board for putting yeah, this on. Yeah, let me, let's bring in that events board who I love working with. Jenny Knox, Amanda Rosander, Tammy Hogan, Stacy McGill. Thank you, ladies. Mm-hmm. It's in, I think that's a trend there. Ladies are making these events yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we go for making memories and keeping it feeling like Hallmark hometown and have a really good time together. Oh, gosh. You guys hit it out of the park every time. Uh, but, hey, registration is still open. You can go on our website at heathtx.com and register. In fact, you can register all the way up until the morning of. So get your shoes, lace them up, bring the kids out, and run. The We're- Easter Bunny will be there. It's always been, you know, Dallas has a turkey trot. We've always said we have the heart of Heath because it's our Easter Saturday. And a lot of people bring their family, their guests out. It's really cool because you see the kids come home from college and come out. I'm excited because my grown son who lives downtown is bringing his friends to run. Um, So there's the 5K plus the family run. So at 8 a.m. we do a runner's warm-up led by Camp Gladiator. 8.15 is the family run. It's one mile through the park. You can do it. And then there's the 5K that starts at 8.00. 30 and you can walk that or run it but we have medals for every age category and also this great team has been out um, getting prizes from our very generous community and we have over five thousand dollars worth of prizes oh that's to just give away amazing. in our drawing yeah that's dj amazing. music just come on out if you're gonna register the morning of the event come early don't come in hot at eight o'clock you'll yeah. be mad you want to come in by 7 30 to register on site and if for some reason you don't register but you like to watch other people run we're gonna have prizes, music, family fun games, refreshments. So either way, just come out, hug your neighbor, see everybody and have a good time. We're excited to see you on the 8th. Absolutely. 
We've made it to the end of our show. The first ever. Yay, we did it. But hey, before we go, remember we want to hear from you. So we want your questions. We want to shout you out. We want to read your comments. Whatever it is that you want to share with us, please write us at sbrooke at heathtx.com. That is S-B-R-O-O-K-E at heathtex.com. And we will get your questions answered or we will read your comments and we look forward to hearing from you. We hope you enjoyed this very first podcast. There is more to come. We might have some kinks to work out along the way. Format might be tweaked, but we're excited to just bring you information in a different, new, in a current way. I mean, podcasts are all the rage right now. So we hope that you guys are enjoying us in the carpool line or while you're fixing dinner or just hanging out with the family, whatever. Just give us a listen. We're excited. Stay connected (laughs) to your city. Oh, yeah. All right. So these podcasts will be coming to you every two weeks. So make sure you stay tuned in and plugged into your city and we will talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.